This is the Inside is Capital podcast. Joining us today is Goshka Folda, President and CEO of Investor Economics. Goshka, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. So, Goshka, this is an ETF conference. What did you come here to talk about today? Well, actually, uh, my job today was to really talk about the big picture of investment industry or wealth management industry at large. So ETFs are clearly a big success story. We've seen tremendous growth in ETF investing in Canada for the past uh, uh, more, uh, more or less decade. But uh, there are some other big trends that advisors, as they prepare for the future, have to keep track of. And uh, so that was my, my job, to set the stage for what it will take to be a successful advisor of the future. So I know that your website is all about that, so I think that's a pretty good topic for us to talk about. That's great. Um, yeah, times are changing. Um, the uh, audience for advisors is changing as well. And so what are some of the insights that, uh, that you brought with you today to share with advisors? So um, uh, today I try to, uh, you know, I, I like to tell stories and I uh, try to uh, spin a story of almost a quarter of a century of Canadian investors um, and really think about the uh, demographics of investors and how that is changing because that is really um, uh, placing new, uh, uh, new uh, challenges in front of advisors. What I mean by that is if you think about 1992, this is when many baby boomer investors uh, cut their teeth on their first investing their first mutual funds, their first advisor relationships. And really, since, uh, since that time, that massive baby boomer generation has been almost a commanding presence and a real great engine of growth for the advice givers, for advisors on the front lines. But now, as we're approaching 2020, of course, this is the massive generation that's approaching retirement. So the major question that advisors have to ask themselves are, they have been the advisor of choice for the wealth accumulation phase. Right. Will they be advisor of choice for the retirement phase? Do they have the right product set, the right toolkit, the right competencies to approach this, this cohort that is increasingly um, uh, their investment horizon is coming, becoming shorter, their risk profile is changing, they have to uh, think about growth, but they have right. to be very conscious about the risk that they are taking. Well, there's more tools than ever. I mean, when you combine mutual funds and ETFs, the universe of products is vast. I mean, it's even more vast than it ever was. Um, some, of the, uh, some of the different tools that are available are changing. Some of them are becoming more favorable to today's market. Um, sort of, I think one of the big changes uh, is technology and the very rapid ramp up in technology that has changed maybe the way uh, tomorrow's investors will take delivery of solutions. So what is it that advisors can do to get ready for the, uh, the coming change? So that's a really excellent question. And technology is kind of a, a double-edged sword because in some ways, technology providers or companies like we hear about the fintech companies, the right. emergent uh, technology-driven providers like the, the uh, kind of uh, increasingly omnipresent robo-advisors are placing a, a, competitive, a competitive strain on the traditional advice giving. But what I also think is technology has also the great ability to assist advisors. And I think that we're beginning to see many robo-advisors actually working with advisors to help advisors modernize, if you will, the way that they engage their clients, that you know, uh, eponymous client experience, the right. uberization of the client experience. <clears throat> Are you, as a, and as an advisor, 
cognizant that your clients are increasingly keen to connect with you 24/7, have a mobile solution. They want to be, they want you for you to be more accessible, more contemporary. So that's where technology can have a really big impact. But another space um, for technology, and I think it's well connected to the ETF. Uh, revolution, if you will, is the fact that um, uh, increasingly uh, the science of portfolio management is also beginning to benefit from very modern technologies. We're just at the beginning, beginning of the phase where artificial intelligence and ideas, uh, you know, the, the, the vast power of computers going to be leveraged to build ideas to support portfolio management, but also wealth management process. So I think it's good news, but I think in the short term, technology is also placing some, uh, some uh, further scrutiny on the costs of not just investment management, which is uh, something that ETFs have really benefited uh, from, but also the cost of advice giving. So if you as an advisor are not looking at robo-advisors who are, if they're doing for 25 to 35 beeps, they are doing risk profile and strategic asset allocation rebalancing, and you you are in a category where you're a top advisor, you would like to collect 100 or mm-hmm. 1.5% on, uh, uh, in fees, what are you doing? To, to, to relate yourself to that yeah. robotic advice. Well, yeah, well certainly, I, I think there's, you know, I, I think historically there's been a fair bit of resistance, uh, consternation, maybe even some fear. Am I going to be replaced by a machine? On the other side is why haven't advisors just simply said, let me adopt the service, make it part of my business, and then by doing so, be able to attract the investors who that appeals to and, yes. and still be able to carry on the traditional advisor role Yes. But how do you think the advisor role will change beneficially for the advisor and the investor? What's the advisor's role in a world where all this technology, all this access, all these low-cost investing solutions are available? What is the advisor's role? How do you see that changing? It's quarterback, but a much more, I would call, a holistic quarterback. I think that um, actually it's a great time to be a great advisor. Um, I think that the, uh, the technological disruption is also a technological gift to all of us to iron out all these mundane things that we do every day. And I think that from that perspective, some of the, for example, rebalancing or client onboarding, all of that can be greatly um, uh, improved with uh, using technology and partnering with robot advisors. We actually hear many advisors already going that yeah. route and really, really, um, uh, uh, really using that. You know what the great challenge is, though, is that you have to know your value narrative and you have to think about the future not just as this investment quarterback, which is where many, many advisors in Canada mm-hmm. have really cut their teeth. This is their comfort zone. We've seen that retrenchment many times, even after the 2008-9, everybody goes back, I'm going to own the investment solution. I'm going to do it. I know what to do. And that is great strength. But I think as we think about the older clientele and then also the younger clients and the Gen X generation, Mm -hmm. the sandwich generation that needs a lot of help, will probably work a lot longer beyond 65, will need a lot of hand-holding. You have to think that there needs to be some some kind of uh, uh, bandwidth in the system, which if you are kind of a traditional advice giver, 
is simply not really there. Time is the, uh, the advisor's yeah. most precious commodity. So how do you change? How do you leverage technology to take out some of that day-to-day uh, -day work? And, and you just made a, an excellent point. How do you attract the new investors, the millennials, who have don't yet control a lot of wealth and will not control a mm -hmm. lot of wealth for, for at least 20 years, according to our um, uh, um, uh, projections uh, at Investor Economics and Strategic Insight? So I think all, all of that uh, spells opportunity, but not every advisor is as open to it because we also have had pretty good markets. So at time of yeah. uh, good markets, you know, uh, some of the structural pressures that are emerging in the system don't really need to be, they are not as articulated. Sure, there's some complacency. There's some complacency. Yeah, yeah. But it is also the time to really polish the value narrative and say, listen, this is how I can work with you. There's a great study from Vanguard um, that's called the Alpha of, of Advisors. Right, exactly. And yeah. uh, 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 interestingly enough, the most uh, powerful portent of value uh, for investors in this study is the behavior coaching, right. is the hand-holding. How about if you offered the robo and you're there to mediate? You're there to say, hey, uh, yep. okay, I agree with 80% of this, maybe the other 20% you think about it this way or that way. Yeah, and that's and, a great point. That's and and great then point. the client, the investor, can can turn to the advisor for maybe for reassurance or for guidance. Am I doing it right? Did this, does this look right? And, Absolutely. And, and then there's fine tuning. And, and then there's obviously the long-term planning as well. Absolutely. Goshka, thank you so much for joining us today. It's a pleasure thank talking you. to you. Thank you. The pleasure was mine. Thank you.